0: Hello and welcome to the Big 12 Country Podcast, where four guys in jockstrap will be covering college football and providing content and HSOs from around the Big 12. Welcome back to the Big 12 Country Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Corey, and uh, today we're doing something a little different. Uh, we're going to start a little kind of, I guess, a mini-series, you could call it, uh, where we want to introduce you guys to our writers and our new staff people, and I mean, that, that includes graphics people and on and on and on. I mean, I don't know, Colin, if he was here, could give you guys a better list than I can, and there's a lot of people that have jumped on staff. We've grown quite a bit, but uh, we're going to start out with one of the writers today, this guy's going to correspond for us for Oklahoma State, uh, big time Oklahoma State fan. I'm excited to let you guys get to meet him. His name's Jeremy Hewen. Say hi, Jeremy. How's it going? Hey, how you doing? You doing all right today?
1: Uh, not bad, yourself.
0: Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Trying to stay awake after working all night. Wiped out. <laughs> um, real quickly, you uh, just tell your a little bit. Just kind of the, the highlights of, of you and what's going on, and you know maybe how you came to find us and all that, and what you're going to be doing for us.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. Um like I said, I'm Jeremy Hewen. Uh, I'm not a football writer by trade. I actually work full time as a firefighter and EMT with the Stillwater Fire Department. Just a diehard Oklahoma State fan, diehard Big Twelve fan. Um, kind of fell in line doing a little bit of of sports writing uh, a few months ago. Did a uh, did a few things with Land Grant Gauntlet, um, and then. Uh, kind of started reading more into Big 12 Country and seeing what they were all about. I thought, man, they're pretty cool, you know, and and seeing the way that they take approaches to it. And I mean, I really enjoyed my time at Land Grant, but uh, seeing what was going on at Big 12 Country, I really wanted to uh, kind of expand and and come here and and really kind of zero in on Oklahoma State. You know, I mean, I'm here in Stillwater. Um, You know, it's not hard for me to, you know, I literally live three miles from the university, so I can just ride my bicycle if I wanted to go down the... Go down yeah. to what's going on, see what's new and, and everything, and you know kind of keep my finger on the pulse. Of it, everything that's going on on the state.
0: Yeah, and, and that's exactly what we wanted with this. I mean, we've got guys uh, literally on campus at Kansas State. Uh, you know, got, uh, You know, and, and if you're not a college kid, I mean, we have some of the college kids that have come in because this is what they're going to want to do uh, for a living, and this gives them a chance to build a portfolio. And no, portfolio, and then you just got guys that are. You know, hey, I love sports, you know, and I enjoy writing or I enjoy, uh, you know, just being enveloped with the program. And, and this gives me a chance to do that. So, um, you know, and, that, and that's really what we want. I mean, I, because here's the thing, like we've made it clear from day one, we're not journalists. We don't pretend to be journalists. We're never going to try to be. That's not what we are. We are just guys that are fans, just like all the people that are going to listen to the show and read these articles and we just took it upon ourselves to basically like i was telling you look if they're not going to cover us we are because i mean it and i think we both can agree and i think you would agree that there's a serious lack of coverage for oklahoma state and the conference as a whole
1: yeah i, I agree completely i, I you know I, we talked earlier and I, and I think that oklahoma state it's starting to get a little bit more hype i know trevor maddich on espn the other day said that he thought oklahoma state was a uh national title contender
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know that's great to hear that kind of stuff but you know that's something we didn't hear you know five seven seasons ago mm-hmm. and but I, I completely agree you know and it's another thing is like you said a lot of these other schools you know i thought I, I, I truly feel sorry for you know because they don't get any coverage at all mm-hmm. and, and that's something that whenever you know i joined here and kind of seeing the guys the tcu writers the texas tech writers and stuff like that it's pretty cool to see that because you know it shows the passion that they've got and and seeing the amount of followers that we have i mean it's it's awesome people are getting the news they're they're seeing what's going on and so we're getting the word out and i I think that's awesome because you know you don't turn on fs1 in the afternoon and watch colin cowher talk about iowa state
0: you know (laughs) exactly exactly
1: it's just the way it is you know what i mean and so these guys, I think it's great for our fans that are Iowa State fans and and all the other, I don't want to say small schools, but you know they're a lot of us just don't get a lot of coverage. So, yeah, exactly. You know, I think it's awesome.
0: And, and you know, and again, you know, right now it's just immediate days is going and all that, and and to see the circus that that thing is, and that's become um, you know, and it's kind of become, and I think it's cool. I mean, that's great. I, you know, me being a college football junkie, I eat it up. It doesn't bother me so much. I mean, I can't stand the the Southeastern conference like most of us, but you know, it's July, you know, I'll take whatever I can get. But I think that to, to some degree, some of us, I don't know, I don't know if taking it personal is the right word, but it really bothered us that it's clear that, you know, and, and again, I'm not picking on anybody, but the Kansas is of the world, the Kansas States of the world, the Iowa State's of the world, Texas Tech's, all these, and even Oklahoma State. Now, there's some some local blogs and some guys we talked to that are doing a great job for Oklahoma State. Something that they've needed for a long time. But on a you know bigger vocal voice reaching more people, they just don't have that. Like you know, it, it's easy for, especially me personally as an Oklahoma fan, I'm spoiled. I you know Texas fans, they're spoiled. They can they can Google 90 million articles in two seconds. I mean it's. You know, there's people talking about you all the time, but I I hated the fact that, you know, I looked around and, you know, like I said, the Iowa States and the Kansas and then they're not getting talked about like that. And, and I can't imagine how frustrating that would be as a fan to not be able to, and it really, I mean, it's bad. Like, I'm not going to name sites, but there's sites I'll pull up and Kansas or uh, an Iowa State or whoever on these certain sites, they haven't posted an article relevant to football in six months. Right, and, and uh, I'm like, I, I I just can't imagine uh, again being an Oklahoma fan. There's ten articles an hour from different sites coming out about Oklahoma, you know, and and it, it just it, that's that's really you're getting right at the root of what what caused us to start this show because it, it, we love this conference, we grew up in this conference, uh, you know, when starting as the Big Eight and, and morphing to where we are now. But, um, you know, we grew up in it and loved it, and and you know, really took it personal that people were just ready to put it on its deathbed without any kind of you know, we'll see what happens or let's see if they figure this thing out. So, I mean, that's really, you know, it kind of got to, well, if, if they're just going to write us off on the dead bed and not cover us, then we might as well do it for them, for you know, yeah. and bring in who we can. So that's why we, we are happy to have guys like you.
1: Yeah. And, 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 you know, if, if more outlets, if more media outlets focused on basketball, you know, you know, for a fact the big 12 would be praised, you know? Oh, yeah. and, and the thing about it is that, you know, we're talking football here, you know, it's, mm-hmm. It's all about the SEC. It's all about – and, you know, I I personally don't get it. Yeah, SEC had yeah, their little span, but, you know, we still – you know, we play competitive football in this conference, and, you know, and, and this year, you know, I think a good test, and I, I, I know this is going to be a small game, and i kind of stepping out of the Oklahoma State realm for a second, but, you know, Kansas State versus Vanderbilt. You know what yeah. I mean? That's going um, to be a big game because – you know, it's going to kind of show you two teams. I, I personally think Kansas State's better, you know, and I, mm-hmm. for sure, but, you know, Kansas State wins. SEC still better in their opinion. You know oh, what I yeah, mean? I so, know. Yeah, exactly. It's just the way people perceive it, you know, and I don't know, maybe it's just because we live here in Oklahoma and we grew up Big 12 fans, you know, we're just a little bit different. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm pumped to see a place that really does support, you know, you know, every team in the Big 12, you know, and, and, and I'm not talking just about, you know, the small teams like, you know, us at Oklahoma State and mm. Iowa State and West Virginia and, you know, because I consider West Virginia small, but, you know, they're still new. But uh, yeah. I also like seeing the insides of Oklahoma and Texas, seeing what's going on down there, seeing what, you know, what's going on. Because right now seeing the recruiting battle between Herman and and – Riley is just hilarious yeah it's
0: gonna get interesting that's for sure and and the thing I like about it too we've talked about this too and things that I mean there's things that are helping things are going to get better uh and, and I firmly believe that I mean I sit here um you know last football season when we started this show and I won't I mean I, privately I won't lie that there was a lot of well we all know this thing's going to be over one day so we might as well just enjoy the ride and I can honestly say without a shadow of a doubt now, later in July of 2017, none of the staff believes that. We all think there's a future in this conference if things are done right. Um, you're starting to see, you know, uh, first of all, first and foremost, these younger coaches that have jumped in, that's going to bring in a lot of changes. I mean, it, you know, and as much as I loved Bob Stoops, it, it, you know, to some degree five years down the road, it may be for the best that he left when he did because you're starting to see a yeah. lot of these, these younger coaches that are injecting the younger ways of doing things that this conference needs. I mean – you know, again, the SEC, who we're all having to look up at, regardless if that's real or not, they have the bigger budgets and they have these staffs that do all the, you know, the social media things and and they're more, you know, they put themselves out there better than they market better than we do and all that. You're going to start seeing the Big 12 schools do that and make up that gap. And, you know, I know I watch Oklahoma State closely just because they're around here and I saw how far behind they were too. I mean, Oklahoma was too. Don't get me wrong. There's a reason Oklahoma dipped and it was on several fronts in, in recruiting, but, one of them was they were recruiting in 2013 like people were back in 2010 still, and it was they hadn't quite you know figured out. and then as he hired the new staff and got younger people in, and they started figuring you know how to play these little tricks out and how to recruit modern, you know all that kind of all that stuff helps and adds up. And I know a lot of the older guard think that's silly that you should have to post a picture of a kid to get his attention and all, but I, I'm sorry, but that's just how it works. I mean I don't know there's no other way around it anymore. That's what you have to do to be competitive recruiting.
1: Yeah, and kind of going back to what you what you first said there about the young coaches and everything, if you look at the coaching dynamic in the Big 12 compared to the SEC, mm-hmm. if you look at the, the coaching names, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not pick on the SEC, I, I'm with you, I'm not a Southeastern Conference guy, but if you look at the coaches, you know, Lincoln Riley, who, and, and first and foremost, people are talking about Lincoln Riley like he might be a bust, mm-hmm. it's a joke of Stiglione Hire, yeah. you know, I have Full faith that Joe Costiglione, in, in my opinion, and that's one thing about me. I'll give credit where credits due. You know, mm-hmm. I I'm I'm pretty, you know, I'm I'm gonna give Oklahoma their credit. I'm gonna give everybody their credit. Joe Castiglione's proven time and time again that he's the best athlete in my opinion, in all college football. So I think Lincoln's gonna do just fine. Yeah. If you look at Lincoln, you look at Tom Herman, Mike Gundy, Bill Snyder, uh, Gary Patterson. I mean, if you look at the name of these, you know, I, I couldn't name you five coaches in the SEC that equivalent to those guys. Yeah. Nick Saban. Okay, well, then who's after that? Yeah. You know I mean? I I, I'd I go in Kevin someone, but I think he's kind of falling into some hard times at A&M, which I kind of think everybody saw coming, because I, I just never saw A&M sustaining the way they are. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I just I, I well, think that the, uh, I mean, I think just, the coaching program. And the Big Ten is a lot better than any other conference, really. I mean, maybe maybe the Big Ten's close enough, but uh I don't know. I well, Big-
0: when, when you're of- talking about depth, as far as like across the board and a combination of experience and and then youth too, because I mean, you got Patterson in there who's been around for a while. Now Gundy's the second longest tenured coach in the conference at his team, mm-hmm. Um and you know all that kind of stuff. And you know, so, but you also have all these young newer guys too. Whereas the SEC, you do have Saban. But, I mean, beyond that, there's not a lot of – I mean, there's not a lot of coaches in there that really just strike fear in your heart. You know what I mean? I mean, there's faces. We've seen them. I mean, you know, Muschamp's on, what, his third or fourth trip trying to be a head coach. Um, yeah. You know, ding-dong down there at Florida. Uh, McElwain. he doesn't – I mean, he was a great offensive coordinator at Alabama, but he doesn't – he has yet to show me anything as a head coach. Damn. Uh, yeah, Mullen at Mississippi State. I mean, again, another really good coordinator, but as yet to really sh- – I mean, he's had some good years there for Mississippi State, but still I, I don't see- ever see him taking him to the next level. Uh, the Arkansas coach, uh, Billima, I mean, he's had some really good runs at Wisconsin, I but it's time for him to figure something out at Arkansas or it's time for him to move on because they're just not yeah. really doing a whole lot. Um, yeah. So, yes, while they may have the names, maybe it's only because they've been around the block. Instead of actually, they've done good things. Whereas in the Big Twelve, that's a good point. Something I hadn't really thought about. Um, you yeah. have some some younger, fiery, proven not necessarily proven yet, but names that are that are you know all signs are pointing up at this point anyway for a lot of these I mean, places. So
1: you look at whole, you look at and i think a name. I think we're about to keep our eye on is Matt Campbell, at Iowa State. Yeah, you look here. He put in some of the teams last year. I mean, he, me and my wife, it's kind of telling ourselves for a second. You know, we were at the Oklahoma State Iowa State game last year and. We're kind of transitioning, and moving from the Tulsa area to out here in Stillwater, and it was the third quarter. When Oklahoma State down by 17 points. Iowa State just got up the left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No one ever saw that coming. So I think you know, and seeing the recruiting class he's got up there, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think, I think the, I think the arrows are pointing up for
0: yeah and we're, and we're really excited about bD too um I mean bD the the recruits they've got at Kansas right now if you haven't and people haven't gone and looked at I mean just keep in mind this is Kansas Kansas football uh, until recently or until next year we'll have a track around the you know a d1 field find you um and go uh, go look at that recruiting class I mean it, it's absurd and I and trust me when I say, I firmly believe they're going to hang on to about 90% of them. Um, they've they've had so many of them long enough now, and a lot of the other schools are starting to get the picture that, hey, they're not going anywhere. Um, yeah. So, and, you know, and, the, and there's still one or two I think there's a shot they'll lose, but the majority of them they're going to keep, and and he's only going to add to that. And the thing we talked about with BD last year in Kansas was that, I mean, I, I ain't kidding you. There may not have been a team all year in the Big 12, now in the Big 12, mind you, that hit, hit Oklahoma harder for four quarters on defense. And, and not necessarily like they were big, more physical, clean, or just effort, pure oh, every yeah. single play in your face, 100 miles an hour. There may not have been a team all year that went after Oklahoma harder for four quarters than Kansas did. Now, they were clearly outgunned. They didn't have the horses, and that's fine. But they tried, and they didn't, you weren't going to tell them, hey, you're gonna, you know, they weren't going we, to let us leave without you know, letting us know they were here. Yep. So um, that, and when you've already when he's already got that in him, okay, and now you're going to add talent to that situation. I mean, you know, look out. So I
1: mean, it it, it, uh, what they did at the State, I at like, mm-hmm. was one of those games where I'm on that seat until you know midway through the third quarter. Then you know, like you said, you know, the, the firepower, of the state's offense, it kind of overexceeded, kind of burn out the Kansas defense. But yeah, they're just they're 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 right there. You know. Mm-hmm. Doing some good stuff. You know, and I think one of the biggest things that will help them out is getting to meet them as their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yep. That's that's
0: huge. So. Yep. Yeah, that's that's well, going to help them, them a lot. So. But I, as far as, you know, kind of focusing on Oklahoma State, since you're going to do that mm-hmm. for us, um, just a little bit about you. You know, I guess you grew up in Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. Are you an yeah, Okie? I grew up, okay. I, I'm
1: from the Tulsa area. I grew up in the uh, – community of verticals right there beside claremore so yeah, yeah. i've always i'm familiar with
0: verticals we played them a lot in baseball
1: yeah. yep grew up in that area and uh so yeah i've I've kind of kept my uh kind of kept my eye on ou and osu my whole life you know my i grew up with a family full of sooner fans so my mm-hmm. grandpa was a diehard sooner fan so i kind of grew up feeling like i was oblig- you know obligated to cheer for ou but you know. You and my I cousin Kendall
0: different. would get along real well. <laughs> well yeah. Grew up in an Oklahoma family and then all of a sudden ended up being an Oklahoma State fan. You and my cousin Kendall, y'all get along real well.
1: Yeah. We well, it was I I was watching all these OU games, watching all these OU games growing up. Then when I saw Sean Woods catch up passing the end zone there at uh
0: one Yeah. It just kinda <laughs> lit me up. That's so, yeah,
1: pretty cool. Then yeah. From that day forward I've just been a diehard cowboy fan. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited um you know, to be be covering them now. So but yeah, I grew up in Oklahoma, uh hard Oklahoma State fan. So um and, and like I said earlier, you know, I living here in Stillwater now, you know, I I'm pretty new to Stillwater, actually living here, but like I said, being literally three miles down the road from the campus, it kinda I feel like it gives me an upper hand. That way, you know, the mornings I get off from the fire station I can just swing by and see what's going on and mm-hmm. kind of keep the open and, you know, and, and not just, and not just for, for football, it's for everything. For basketball. For, yeah.
0: Which I mean, eventually yeah. that's where we want this platform to go. I mean, I I've told the fans before, it's no secret. I'm not a huge basketball fan and just not, it's never something that's appealed to me. I will watch it. I'll, I, I enjoy watching Oklahoma basketball. Um, I'm not a huge NBA fan. It's just not, I know, which is a sin with the thunder around here, but it just, it's just not my cup of tea. Um, yeah. Uh, and, but it's something that we want um, people to do. And, I, and I'm not going to do it because I that wouldn't be genuine and that wouldn't be what the fans need. I'm not going to, you know, football, baseball, softball. I eat, breathe, and sleep those. I love them, all three of them. Um, yep. And, you know, and I, that's something that's easy for me to do. I, I can cover that and actually feel like I do a good job at it. Basketball, I would just be lying to everybody. Like, it's not something – that I am interested in. So, and, and, you know, that's why we are bringing people in that do. And eventually, you know, we plan on branching this thing out and having basketball arms and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, so we, we don't, I mean, I know our logo has a football on it, but that's, that's what this was started around was football and the lack of coverage. And obviously that's what drives the boat. I mean, uh, uh, football, football is where the money is and that's, what's going to decide all this stuff as far as staying together and all that. So, but um, I I still want people to, to, to be able to come to us for everything. That's eventually the goal.
1: Yeah, awesome. And, and you know, I I, I kind of feel lucky. I feel like I've kind of landed, you know, this spot at the right. Because, kind of talking about this upcoming season for Oklahoma State, I I really do genuinely think that this is the best year. And, and I know every year, fans are going to say, "Oh, this is the year. This is the year." this I genuinely think this is the year Oklahoma State can prove themselves to the national media, to everybody out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Course, it's going to be more difficult because I really believe Oklahoma and Oklahoma state will play twice this year. I think they will be uh, playing for the big 12 title. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be hard. I'm just being honest. I think it'd be hard for Oklahoma state to beat Oklahoma twice. I mean, mm-hmm. just That's going to be a tough task to do. And I think it's going to be a tough task for Oklahoma to do. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for them to beat Oklahoma. State. Twice. You know, the way it is earlier in the season, you know, you get a few weeks on, you get to know each other a little bit and, and you'll see how it works. But, uh, yeah, I, I truly believe that this year, you know, if you look at what's going on at Oklahoma State with, with of course, Rudolph and Washington, you know, those, those are the two everybody's talking about. But you're not hearing much about the return of Marcel Aitman. You're not hearing much about, uh, you know, a lot of things going on. Um, you know, they, they did lose some key factors on the offensive line, of Vixalego and Crabtree and that stuff. But, you know, now, you know, I, I just truly believe looking at what's going on, this year and and watching the spring game i was really impressed with a lot of things i saw um especially coming from the running back position seeing you know justice hill he's gonna i i truly believe gonna be one of the top running backs in the nation mm-hmm. What he ran last year you know he has a true freshman i think he's gonna improve some more it looks like his speed's gotten better um
0: definitely put so, on some weight
1: put on some weight you know he's gonna become more of a downhill runner which is what's gonna have to happen you know because mm-hmm. uh he you know he's just he's real um, my biggest fear right now and it's my biggest fear every year, um, and I don't know why. But it's that non conference schedule. You know, I mean Yeah, you guys have a weird one this year. year yeah, and, and this year it's you know, it's a little bit better. I I really, really am a big fan of the opening game of the year, um, against Tulsa. I mean mm-hmm. if and I know it's the Thursday night game, people are upset about that, but Tulsa's a good task. I mean Philip Montgomery's done a great job there. Um, you know, got them to win a got them to beat Central Michigan last year in the Miami bowl or whatever that bowl is called mm-hmm. somewhere down
0: there.
1: You know. <laughs> game there's a lot
0: of them year. down there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, he didn't know what you couldn't do last year, beat Central Michigan. So,
0: well, uh, how do you feel about playing toss all the time? Kumi? Because I, and I, I'm not going to name any names, but there's certain people on the staff that are Oklahoma state people that um, kind of act like that whole idea of playing tosses beneath them. And I, and you know, because to me in the past, I thought it was something that we should do more often. And I honestly think Oklahoma should play Tulsa more often, too. I, I and, love it. And, and, uh, and but
1: me, I don't love it for OSU. Yeah. I love it for Tulsa. Mm-hmm. I love it for them. I think it's great that they get to play and, and because they don't get that experience every year. You know, they don't always mm-hmm. get the chance to play a Big 12 team. A lot of times, their non conference is scheduled to, you know, maybe a trip to san diego state you know i mean or
0: it's, ull it's, or somebody like that yeah. yeah
1: and i hate that for them you know mm-hmm. and i know about 10 years ago they went up to notre dame and beat them up there that was pretty awesome it was one of notre dame's down years but i love the fact that we can play them every year it's a cool rivalry i mean we're just you know we're an hour from tulsa exactly you know i mean yeah easy for the fans you know that's what's gonna be great about this year. Even if it's a thursday night game you know someone could take off work early and be in Stillwater, get the full experience, you know, and be back home that
0: night, you know. And there are a lot, trust me. I mean, well, you're from there, I don't tell you, but the people listening, I live 30 minutes from Tulsa, and there is a big Oklahoma State presence in Tulsa. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's nothing for them to, to, you know, swing over that way or win the games in Tulsa, swing over to Skelly and watch it there. So, yeah. you know, and i do don't—I was just curious about that because it, it's not something I've asked a lot of Oklahoma State fans, but I do know some that they just act like Tulsa's beneath them and they shouldn't have to play them at all, and I'm just like, eh. You know, I—I I, 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 I I go there.
1: Right. I think we need to. I—I I wouldn't be against playing them. I'm not saying every year. Mm-hmm. We play a two-year series, take two years off, play a two-year series. You know, because when when Oklahoma and Oklahoma State come to Skelly Stadium. That place gets rocking.
0: Oh, it does. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's unlike any other game they'll ever see there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, when 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 Tom Herman and Houston came into to uh, came into there, you know, yeah, it was a big deal. But it's not near as big of a deal whenever you know half the seat at Tulsa is vacant Mm -hmm. due to all the going to Skelly Stadium. So Mm -hmm. I love it. I I think it's great. Um, You know, I'd like to see. You know, and one thing I think you can attest to this—you know, living in the Tulsa area and me being from the Tulsa area—it doesn't matter if you're an OU or OSU fan. One thing we have in common is we all cheer for—we all cheer for TU. Yeah, we
0: all like to see them do good. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. Yeah, that's, and 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 it's fun to have them around, here, especially when they are playing good. It's fun to watch them do good around here. I mean, I, I've never had a bad word to say about Tulsa in my life. I mean, it's—you know—I'd like to see them do well. Um, no,
1: it seems like. You know, a lot of times they're getting ranked higher than OU and OSU and and not lately. In offense. You know, I remember when crap was
0: there. Mm-hmm.
1: Look right there smoking both of us.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a lot of years they finish in the top five offensively and quietly, but they do it. Um yeah. Where where's your thoughts real quickly since I got you on here, uh, on, you know, Bedlam being in the middle of the year this year?
1: Eh <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I get it. And I, I think it's the progressive thing to do mm-hmm. for the conference. I think I think it's the best thing. Like I said, if in my opinion, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are both going to play for the Big Twelve title. I think it's good for that reason. I I'm a stickler for tradition. You know, that's just me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my uh, my uh, bachelor party was at was at Bedlam last year. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. You know. That's a tradition, you know? You're like, hey, man, it'd be mm-hmm. cool to go back every year. And, yep. You know, you're freezing to death up in the stadium. Now you can't do that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it that that's just my personal opinion. That's me talking. But I honestly think it's the best thing for the conference. I think it's the best thing for the two teams. You know, with it being in Stillwater this year, historically, Oklahoma State has not played OU well in Stillwater.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, no.
1: You, you know, and so...
0: Well, that's one thing I'm curious about because it, I know again I understand the cold thing. I in thirteen I was in Stillwater, yeah, thirteen when the, you know the ice balls and you know oh. just, yeah, the same Saunders catch at the end to win it all that I, I froze. That was the like maybe the worst game either that or the TCU game in Norman uh, a few yeah. years ago were two of the coldest games I've ever been to. But yeah, was um,
1: same, playing Baylor here in Stillwater. In yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Same weekend. Yeah, that was the same weekend as that TCU game. Yeah, that was that. Well, matter of fact, that was the coldest home game in the Bob Stoops tenure. Uh, yep. Entire eighteen years he was here was that TCU game in fifteen, but um, you know I and I get that, but what I what the reason I think it's intriguing again. First of all, if you're going to have the scenario that and again it's a popular scenario, so it's not anything new that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State may play each other twice this year. That I think that's great because I don't want to turn around and have to do that again the next week. Um, but and especially if one was like blow the other one out, for instance, I, it wouldn't have near the pop because everybody's gonna be like, well, they just ran them over. What's the point, you know? But. Yeah. Um, the one, the thing I find it intriguing is, is we haven't as great as these offenses have been. Uh, other than maybe with the exception of that, that ish, 9 ish 10-ish, where you had all the points, those two games there in Stillwater or whatever it was, I can't remember the exact years, but um, maybe it was ten and eleven, whatever that was. When you had the back-to-back games, or no, that would have been o nine and ten, I think, whatever that was. But anyway, where he had all the points scored, with the exception of that. You really haven't had a chance to see these two offenses showcase themselves, like against each other, like we both all know they're capable of because of the weather. So <laughs> I think it's kind of intriguing, just because I mean that time of year you're probably still going to have pretty solid weather here in Oklahoma. It's probably going to be seventy something that day during the daytime. Um, yeah. You know, it's probably going to maybe fifty something in the evening at the worst, unless you just have a weird spell of weather that week. So to me, that's why it's intriguing because. I just – I really think you might, for the first time ever, get to see these two offenses just come totally unwound on each other. So – Yeah.
1: I'm excited for it. I I mean, like I said, the other stuff, the the end of the year, you know, because, you know, if there's a year that I can't go to the game, you know, if it's a night game or something like that, but for some reason I'm not going, you know, I can sit there and watch, you know, Ohio State and Michigan. And, and you get that feeling of being mm-hmm. in the rivalry weekend. Mm-hmm. Now – that kind of goes to the wayside now because I know this is what's best for the for the conference. I know it's what's best for the teams, and you know you adapt and overcome. You know after this year, it'll probably be weird if we go back to that weekend. You know what I mean? That's just how mm-hmm. college football works. So I'm excited. I You know, I, I just think uh, I think it'll help both teams out. You know, I think it might give a fresh start. If you know what I'm saying? I mean, because. Mm-hmm. Just like me being a tradition-based, the players are tradition-based. You know, maybe they can see this as, hey, this is just a regular season game. not Because every year, to me, as an Oklahoma State fan, and to a lot of Oklahoma fans, this is like a bowl game to them. This is like, this is more than a football mm-hmm.
0: game. Exactly, yeah. Or almost like a playing game or playoff type game. I mean, it's you know, it's a big one.
1: You know, and this is a game-for-game game thing. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I got Oklahoma Oakland this week and, you know, I don't even remember who we we're playing after Oklahoma and that next week. I'm <laughs> not sure, but you know, it's mm-hmm. it's like okay, well, we win this game, great. We go on the next opponent. We lose this game, next opponent. You know what I mean? So yeah. you just gotta keep kind of keep it churning and kind of, and that's and and was great. Like I said, you know, this is the point in the, in the season where the offenses are really getting gelled up. This is where the defenses are starting to loosen up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So towards the end of the season, you know, you kind of you kind of hit that fatigue. You know, so exactly, you'll get to see you know both teams at full capacity. So I'm, I'm excited. Um, You know, I I think the, you know, Mason, you know, he's played played in plenty of Bedlam games, you know, and now it's now it's time for him to prove it. You know, he's got to you know go out there and win it. And I know, I know he's won one, but he's gonna have to win another one. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm. I'm completely excited. And another thing that I think is great for Oklahoma, it's not for Oklahoma or Oklahoma State, it leaves that last weekend open. And it gives Oklahoma, I know the last weekend of the season, Oklahoma takes on West Virginia. Mm -hmm. You know, that's been an interesting game. And Mm -hmm. I think it might open up the door to actually give West Virginia a pretty good rival. You know, if they can Mm -hmm. keep that tradition going, if Oklahoma can play West Virginia every year that last weekend, you know, it'll help West Virginia out and give them a good big club robbery that's
0: something they've really been lacking yeah 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 exactly and and i mean you know there these new ones here you know tcu and and west virginia i do feel for west virginia up there tcu's kind of got baylor uh that's been a, a you know a real fun bloodbath for them and and honestly to some degree i I still personally feel like you know i mean a lot of people may not agree with me but i feel like the tcu ou game's kind of gotten a little more spunk behind it Um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily maybe put it at a rivalry yet, but in 10 years, if we're all still together, it wouldn't shock me if it did have more of a rivalry feel to it. Um, because it's just been a kind of a war between those two. And now, you know, recruiting, you're starting to see them go after the same players and yada, yada, yada. So, uh, and then, and then you just got West Virginia out there, which, uh, you know, I've really, the one thing about this project I've really enjoyed is, um, interacting with their fans and, um, you know, kind of getting to learn about them and who they, and they're just good people that love college football and, you know, it's something that it's been really fun with this project to get to know them. So, um, you know, I would like to see them develop, uh, you know, some kind of a rivalry in this league for them. Something that, and I and I know they get tired of losing. The, they've had some tough games, close games with Oklahoma, and they really are getting tired of seeing Oklahoma come in there. And that may, you know, it may get something to where it does spur some kind of hate between the two of them. I don't know. Yeah,
1: and, and, me, and me and Scott Callahan, you know, everybody out there knows is the West Virginia
0: mm-hmm.
1: inside for Bigfoot Country. He me and him have talked before, and, and you know, looking at the coaching tree between Oklahoma State and West Virginia, you know, mm-hmm. that could have started off as a good rock. But it never really took off, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You look at Oklahoma State, you know. We used to have Hulgerson, you know, when when we when, uh, when first started off in the Big 12, Jake Spavital was at West Virginia. He left and came back. Mm-hmm. Um, DeForest and – and the Joe to be at OSU. Of, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, a lot yeah. of blood there. Ran from Oklahoma State, ran yeah. right into West Virginia with with Holgerson. So you know, and, and that's something you know, coming out as a you know, as a just a big Big Twelve fan, you know, you all, all to see West Virginia succeed. It's like I want to see them do good. I want to see them, you know, kind of prove prove everybody wrong. Uh-huh. Um, so you know, and I know they were trying to get that rivalry started with Iowa State and West Virginia. They, you know, they're playing every. Robbery weekend. It was a fun game to
0: watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so. we're going to uh, we're going to try to get you guys some some. And I know this is going to shock some people, and some people may laugh at us, but this is actually serious. We're we're looking into it, and we're close. We're going to try to get everybody some credentials eventually. Uh, that's the that's the uh, the hope. I mean, I am not going to sit here and promise to you that it happens, but um, we're we're going to try to get you guys some kind of form of passes to be able to get into some of these games or press conferences and things like that when you can. Um and, and and believe me, when I say Cullen's, you know, really on the path of of understanding how to go about doing that. And, and believe it or not, it is possible. It's not something I thought uh first of all I hadn't even considered, you know, a year ago. But I uh, didn't think it was possible, but it, it clearly is possible. And it's going to help It's gonna help us when we get the website up this month and you guys start writing and all that. That's going to continue to help us on that path. So, you know, eventually the goal for you guys, to, as long as you're with us until you move on to, you know, go do something for somebody else or something, you know, to, to try to be able to get you guys to be able to, you know, get as much coverage as you can for these people. So um, I'm really glad we've got you on board. Um, you know, real quickly, can you tell, especially the Oklahoma State fans, but anybody that wants to follow you, where your information is and how they can find you and get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you guys on Twitter just go to uh at uh JeremyJ554, um, J E R E M Y J554. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my Twitter handle. Uh, if you ever have any questions at all for me, you know, Oklahoma State, fan, if, even if you're not an Oklahoma State fan, if you just want some insight about what's going on here in or, um, feel free to shoot me an email. I'll give you my email. It's H uh, E W I N.
0: F F Hewin. Yes,
1: F F is in firefighter. Yep,
0: <laughs> firefighter Hewin at what?
1: At gmail dot com. At
0: gmail dot com. Okay, so everybody yep. get a hold of you there. Um,
1: an yeah, email. I mean, like I said, if you ever want to know anything that's going on here in Stillwater, and and if it's a football question, basketball question, if it's an equestrian question, I might have to. You know, do some research on that for you. But anything that's got to do with Oklahoma State athletics, just let me know. Like, uh, I know today I've kind of went off the path a little bit and talked about other things. No, also. no, that's
0: great. That's fine.
1: But uh, yeah. Um, just yeah, feel free to give me a, give me a shoot me an email or, you know, DM me on face on a uh, Twitter.
0: Always so uh, open. To talk. Well, and, and I mean, the whole point of this is to get you know you guys you know let them understand you guys and, and understand why you're fans and why you're doing this and how you got to be a part of us. So, no, that's fine that you went off and talked. I mean, that's exactly what we want. I mean, we did that kind of the other night with us. Uh, we didn't have a show topic because we're still trying to work out getting somebody to correspond with us from Kansas to finish up that series we've been doing. So we we threw in a, a just a show where we kind of sit down and kind of, especially with the new explosion in the fan base and everything that we've had recently, that, hey, this is who we are. This is what we're about. This is why we did this. So, and, that, and that's kind of what these solo pieces are because I can't have 45 of you on the air at the same time with us. It would just be chaos. So um, so that's, that's what we're doing with you guys. So, um, You got anything else you want to let the fans know before we get out of here?
1: Uh, like I said, I, I know this is kind of cheesy, but, you know, if, if you're not going to stay out there, I'd, I'd stay optimistic about the season. And, and, and this, is a, this is going to be a season, to, you know, if, if you want to kind of get into where I'm at right now and, and – Really knowing the ins, ins and outs. This is going to be a great year to do it because we got. I'm not kidding you. I, I agree with Trevor Matic. I think this is going to be a year where Oklahoma State can contend and maybe get into the playoffs.
0: So, mm-hmm.
1: going to be a great year for Oklahoma State athletics. Um, I encourage everybody out there that's Oklahoma State fan, you know, get on rivals. You know, figure out recruiting. Kind of get in touch with what's going on because mm-hmm. you know, it kind of gives you a Definitely. better sense of
0: being a fan. Well, and it's more enjoyable when you know what's going on. I mean, you know these kids that are coming in, and I know that's why recruiting has been so fun for me. To, I've become a recruiting junkie in the last five or six years. It's just – it's so fun to get to watch these kids come in from the time they're recruited, then get to watch them come up and get to see who's good and who turned out and who didn't, and yada, yada, yada. I just, You're just a better, more informed quality fan about the team.
1: Yep. It's – uh, I think if you're an Oklahoma State fan out there, you have every reason to be optimistic. Uh, this season um, – I'm going to try to be at every game, and so for, you know, except for, for I can't be at the TU game, I'll be
0: mm-hmm.
1: on duty that night. But after every game, I'm going to uh, dedicate myself to, you know, write an article about the pros and cons of the game and, and kind of let everybody know what I saw from my perspective. And, and also, one thing I want to do is get feedback from my fans. If, you know, if you're an exactly. Oklahoma State fan, Oklahoma fan, and if you're, if you're a Minnesota golf fan but you pay attention to us, <laughs> ask me questions you know you know rattle my brain a little bit let me let me do some
0: research 100% projects. i mean hold hold us accountable first and foremost um you know let us know what you're thinking because here's the thing guys we can't produce um a, a material content a show that makes you happy if we don't know what it is you want i mean we're yep. we're going to do what we see best and what we think is best and especially, and I think we do have a, a leg up on a lot of other people out there that may quote unquote be journalists because we are fans. So we do think like y'all do. We do know what y'all to some degree want. But at the same time, if you guys don't interact with us and don't let us know what it is that's on your mind or, or what you don't like or do like or like the show we did the other night. I thought it was a fun little show we did. We've had quite a few listens to it. I don't know anybody. We haven't heard one thing from anybody about what they thought about that show. I would love to know because it's a different show. It's not something we've done in the past. And if you guys hated it, I damn sure don't want to take the time to sit and record another one like that. So, I mean, that's, and again, listens, it makes you think they liked it, but not necessarily. I mean, they may have started listening to it and hated it and turned it off. I mean, I, you know, that's the kind of, that's what we need to know. And I beg constantly. I mean, we're going to start doing mailbags and all that kind of stuff. We need to know what's on y'all's mind. We cannot make this product any better if y'all don't tell us.
1: Well and, and something I'm wanna to try to do this year, you know, kind I do it on my own or big twelve country wanna work with me on it, you know, it's great. But for every for every football game, every home game, I'm gonna Tailgate at a Tailgate area. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing a pregame show. So yep. if you're a fan, come by me, we'll do a pre game show, we'll do, you know, Facebook live feed or put on Periscope or something like that and mm-hmm. kinda of make it like a like a red version of College
0: Game Day or something. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. I mean, we're gonna try to do a few live stops this year. We've got we're we're gonna try to pack up the equipment. Uh, you know, we'll be there in full force. Uh, Stillwater is looking like possibly one of the stops because when we asked a lot of the fans, Bedlam was overwhelmingly one of the answers we got. Um, yeah. So you know, we're gonna figure that out, and we're gonna be at, you know, we'll be out there with you know T-shirts and God knows what else. So. Uh, and yeah. yeah we'll bring people on the show and you know we and again when it comes time in the to do the recaps during the week we'll probably have you guys come on a little bit and talk about the games or whatever so you know good. that's just part of what we got going on for you guys and again i appreciate you jumping on board with us uh if there's anything else you want to say then go ahead and if not then we'll let these people get out of here
1: yeah, man, i think i'm good for today uh thanks for having me on and i look forward to uh talking more
0: yeah, I do too. And we'll have you guys on soon. So uh I guess if that's it, then uh we'll holler at you guys later and we'll see y'all later. Bye. See ya.